There he is. And there they are. And we're back with another edition of the Fantasy Flock. It's your boy, Seth Kaplan, a.k.a. your Fantasy Doctor. And you know who I am, your boy, Cards in Charge. That's right, Steve Cards. We're here. We're going to bring you a live episode of uh, Fantasy Flock. We're going to talk week three fantasy. And just wanted to let you all know that we do have a trade disputer out there. If you're ever experiencing any kind of trade disputes in your league, just go to fantasyflock.com, click on the trade dispute button, and we'll get you and your trade resolved within 24 hours. Absolutely. How's it going, Steve? Ready to crank out some news and notes? Of course. Well, let's jump right into it. Let's uh, let's talk about the big news and notes today. It's Thursday, uh, the 24th. So what do you have for us? All right. Eddie Lacy sits out of practice today. Um, it's going to go down to the wire on who starts. This could be a tricky decision for those who are owning him, especially if you don't have James Starks as a handcuff because he does play on Monday night. Yeah, so what do you do in this situation? Let's assume that you don't have James Starks. Are you benching Eddie Lacy, or are you going to roll with him and, and, and kind of roll the dice on Monday night. Assuming you don't have a running bet that you could choose from tonight's game, I kind of wait. I wait it out, and I basically see on Sunday morning what's going to happen. Make your decision then, and if it's still questionable, you have to roll somebody else out. Yeah, I mean, you know, if I'm a an Eddie Lacy owner and I own Starks, I almost hope that Ed Lacy sits out because it makes my decision much more easy. I just roll a Starks. Because otherwise, it could be a 50-50 play on Monday night. Yeah, there's no guarantee that Ed Lacy receives the bulk. Uh, of the carries in this game so it's really problematic if i have ed lacy let me ask you do do you sit him for matt jones tonight that's a really interesting question i probably do just because of the uncertainty of eddie lacy on monday night yeah if you don't have any other viable options then absolutely sit lacy it's the smart thing to do and moving on to some other news. Uh, very, very similarly, actually. Yeah. Chris Ivory is also a game-time decision. Obviously, Bilal Powell. Um, a lot of people are picking him up off the waiver wire, especially if you are a Chris I- Ivory owner. Yeah, if you're a Chris Ivory owner, you need to hit the waiver wire right now. Pick up Bilal Powell. He's available in virtually all fantasy leagues. I think like five per- he's mm-hmm. 5% owned. But this is a guy you want on your team. If you remember a couple years back, he was a top 12 back at the end of the season. He caught a few balls uh, in the indie game. He looked really impressive. I'm almost hoping that Bilal Powell starts the game and Chris Ivory's ruled out because that's right, your boy Cards in Charge picked up Bilal Powell across the board. Every single league that I'm in, I am now a Bilal Powell owner. Very good. Awesome pickup. Um, moving along, Drew Brees did not practice. Uh, don't start him this week. And I kind of want to preface this with. If Drew Brees is totally healthy and he's playing against Carolina this week, look at the history. Never plays good against the Panthers, especially in Carolina. Uh, I sit him no matter what. I do not play Drew Brees this week if he's fully healthy. Granted, he's not. He probably, he's, he's a game time decision. He may or may not play. If he does, definitely don't play him. Yeah, for me, I'm definitely not starting him. Even if they tell me he's a go, you know, I'd rather start Tyrod Taylor over Drew Brees this week. And I guarantee Tyrod Taylor sitting on most of your waiver wires so do not start him go find another quarterback who are some alternative options that you might take Seth Uh, other guys I would actually consider Ryan Mallett this week against Tampa Bay I think uh, Houston's been very pass heavy I expect Arian Foster not to play and I think that Ryan Mallett will be just launching the ball and I think that he has an opportunity against a pretty bad defense in Tampa that's digging pretty deep I'm not as risky as you are you know I'm gonna take a guy like Andy Dalton 
If uh, Jameis Winston's out there, I'd even consider him maybe over Mallet. But you I, heard it right now, a little side bet. Ryan Mallet outscores Andy Dalton this week. Wow. All right. Let's see. What's the bet? Let's let's do it. Six pack of IPA, Sierra Nevada. You're welcome for the free sponsorship. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I'm excited to to collect on that. Uh, Andy D is going to score less than Ryan M, huh? Ryan Mallet, love the matchups. you got to play the matchups in fantasy football. I agree with that, but I'm going to go with the talent. I'll take Andy D. I think he continues his hot street streak against a really um, really bad Baltimore hey, defense. Hey, I'm not, I'm not saying you're crazy, but we'll, we'll revisit it next week. Uh, moving along, uh, Tevin Coleman, he may be able to start this weekend. Um, if, if those of you who have Devontae Freeman and are getting excited, not so fast. Yeah, Tevin Coleman, uh, I think there's about an 80% chance that he does start in this game. And if he does start, I mean, is this a guy you want to put in your starting lineup? No. No? Why not? Tevin Coleman, uh, right now, it, it, you have to be desperate to play him. I think it's going to be a split no matter what. I think we're looking at a 50-50 if he does play. Yeah, if you don't have any other viable options in like your flex position, then go ahead and throw Tevin Coleman in, assuming that he does start. But, I mean, yeah, this is a, not a guy that I want to touch with that rib injury. Uh, and moving on to other news, Lamar Miller practiced today. Lamar Miller practices today. Um, not really excited about him if he does play this week against Buffalo. I think Buffalo's embarrassed about what happened last week, especially defensively against Tom Brady and the Patriots. The Bills' D is much better than what they looked like last week. This will be a low-scoring game. Uh, I think we got two pretty good defensive teams. I think the Bills will pull it out. I, I, I wouldn't play Lamar Miller this week. Yeah, I really... Really uh, respect the Bills' D, but on top of that, Miami just hasn't found their identity in their running game. I mean, they don't know what they're doing, and I don't feel comfortable starting Lamar Miller this week. If, again, I need him in the flex, you know, roll him out. Uh, but what's he good for, like 13 carries for 70 yards, and you're going to be praying for a touchdown and maybe three catches? I mean, that, that's the upside. That's it. So let's go ahead and sit Lamar Miller and... For those of you, you know, if Lamar Miller, if he doesn't start that game, and this guy's available on almost every waiver wire, it's going to be Damian Williams. So for you Lamar Miller owners out there, uh, if Lamar Miller does not start, Damian Williams is the guy that you want to have. And also, it may be a desperate play as well against the Bills defense. I wouldn't expect either one of them to have particularly good games. And how about Todd Gurley? It sounds like Todd Gurley is going to be playing this week. Sounds like he's going to be playing this week, uh, not going up against the greatest defense with Pittsburgh. Um, maybe hold off on playing him the first week, but that could be a conservative move. It could be a little bit of a safe move. Um, right now, the Rams' number one receiver is Tavon Austin. The Rams, you know, they didn't look good against Washington last week, and I think they could really use Todd Gurley coming in and, and making some noise. Yeah, so even if he does start this week, I wouldn't feel comfortable putting him in my lineup. I no, want to see... No. I want to see what kind of workload he gets. Uh, you know, do they give him five carries? Do they give him ten carries? Remember, he's he's still a rookie. He's a talented rookie, but he's a rookie. Yep. Um, moving right along, uh, Lashawn McCoy back at practice, looking good, going up against a pretty good defensive line uh, and defense in Miami, uh, underachieving Dolphins team right now. Yeah. So I'm really excited about Lashawn McCoy. I know earlier in the season I did say that, you know, I thought he could be a top five back, but that hamstring, it looks like it's coming along, and him being in practice is a really good sign that he's looking forward to getting more carries this week, hopefully, so we'll hopefully see a little bit less Carlos Williams and more LaShawn McCoy at the goal line. Yeah. 
I, I, I don't love the matchup, but if, if you have him and he plays, start him. Yeah, don't don't panic uh, with McCoy. I think he's going to be just fine. He's off to a little bit of a slow start, but this guy, he, he's got top 12 running back written all over Speaking him. Speaking of slow starts, how about the guy who has 11 more rushing yards than you this season, Steve? DeMarco Murray, not practicing today, not a serious hamstring injury, um, but those of you who are jumping on the Ryan Matthews bandwagon, remember they're playing against the Jets defense. That's very good. Yeah, so DeMarco Murray, I do have more rushing yards than him last week, which was really exciting for me. I was running all around my living room and just, you know, collecting all those yards. The but only time I've ever seen you run was to the fridge. Yeah, I do enjoy eating, but it's a set point. I mean, Ryan Matthews, if you have to start him this week because DeMarco Murray's out, he's not a terrible option, but don't forget about Darren Sproles. Darren Sproles is there. And I'm just really not too excited about Matthews or Darren Sproles. I don't play any Philadelphia running back this weekend unless DeMarco Murray starts. Yeah, the Jets' defense really good. Uh, we want to we want to uh, we want to go ahead and see that. And just a little bit more news about Todd Gurley. Uh, it, it was just reported today. I'm actually just pulling this up on Twitter now. Uh, Adam Schefter said it would be an upset if Todd Gurley does not play this week. Adam Schefter, really reliable source. So. All you Todd Gurley owners out there, start getting excited. Start getting ready to see a top 10 back in your lineup. The guy that you were benching and hoping would do something. But please don't start him this week. Don't don't, start him. Don't start him this week, but also don't be sexist. It's time to be Gurley. Um, Here's the other thing uh, we're going to go over right now. How about top five at each position for this week? All right. We're going to start with quarterback. We have number one, Tom Brady against the Jacksonville Jaguars defense. Very favorable matchup for Brady. Uh, He's been on a roll. He has it in for Roger Goodell. He wants to win the MVP this season. What do you think about Brady against the Jags? Absolutely love Tom Brady and DFS. And obviously, if you have him on your fantasy lineup, he's a must-start against the Jacksonville Jags. I think he can go for over 350 yards and three touchdowns. Edelman and Gronk will probably each share a touchdown. Uh, Look for him to just continue on this historic pace. Absolutely. Also, Aaron Rodgers against Kansas City. Uh, That's the Monday night game. How do you feel about that? Yeah, so Aaron Rodgers we have ranked at number two. Uh, Kansas City, obviously a respectable defense, but this is Aaron Rodgers. He can overcome any any defense. Uh, look for him to have at least three touchdowns in that game. We have Andrew Luck, who I actually think I like a little bit ahead of Aaron Rodgers this week against Tennessee. I think Andrew Luck's going to play possessed this week and prove to us why he's Andrew Luck. Yeah, I've got him at three just because of that offensive line. I still don't trust it. I can't put him one or two with other guys who have proven that they're good quarterbacks. I do think that Andrew Luck finally bounces back, but I am concerned with what I have seen thus far. Sure, and and there's reason to be. Uh, Number four, Carson Palmer. uh, Carson P. Going up against the 49ers, who uh, Pittsburgh just torched. Um, I love Carson Palmer's matchup this week against the Niners. Yeah, I mean, arguably this guy could be number one this week when we we look back at it. It's a division rivalry, which is maybe why we we have him at number four. Another guy who could be number one is number five, Russell Wilson, who could just crush the Bears this week. It just depends on who gets the touchdowns. They're going to score points. I'm excited to see what Russell Wilson will do this week. Extremely high on him. 
Um, what do we got at running back? What's our top five here? At running back, we have Adrian Peterson against the Chargers, Le'Veon Bell against the Rams, Jamal Charles against the Packers, Latavius Murray against the Browns, and Jeremy Hill against the Ravens. That's right. You heard it. We've got Jeremy Hill right We're, we're not panicking. Five. We're not panicking on Jeremy Hill. No. All of you Jeremy Hill owners that are going to put him on your bench this week, you're going to regret it. Mistake. At the end of the week. So Mistake. please, please, please start Jeremy Hill. I'm not saying don't start Gio if you have him. Uh, but if you own the two, then you want to start Jeremy Hill. AP makes the number one for a reason. San Diego's r- run defense is not good. AP looked really good last week. I expect for him to run for well over 100 yards and probably cash in two touchdowns. Absolutely. Um, How do you feel about Le'Veon Bell at number two against St. Louis? I mean, does he come back to form? Do you think he'll be a little slow? I, I think he'll be fine. I-, I think especially in the PPR format, he'll be absolutely fine. Um you know, the Redskins looked pretty good against the Rams last week. Le'Veon Bell's going to be pissed off. Jamal Charles, for obvious reasons, at number three. And then number four, Latavius Murray. This guy's emerging as a star. He's getting close to 20 carries a game. Uh, he's catching the ball out of the backfield. He's scoring touchdowns. This guy's a monster. He's going up against a really weak run defense. Look for him to go for over 100 yards. And he could actually get in the end zone once or twice for you as well. In a PPR league, he has a lot of value. What do we got a wide receiver, Seth? Wide receiver, we have number one, Antonio Brown, as always, against St. Louis. Number two, a little Julio J, Julio Jones against the beat-up Cowboys. Number three, Demarius Thomas against uh, the D- Detroit Lions. Number four, Odell Beckham Jr. against the Redskins tonight. And number five, Calvin Johnson against Denver. So for DFS, if you were looking at these five wide receivers and you could just pick one, Obviously, we've got Brown ranked number one. I mean, is that where you have him for DFS? I do have Antonio Brown as my number one. Yeah, I mean, regardless of the matchup. That, that's what Seth's telling you. So, St. Louis, not the most favorable matchup. You go with the talent over the matchup. Uh, yeah, we respect St. Louis's defense, but you can't deny what Antonio's done on the field this year. He's already over 300 yards. He's already caught over 20 balls. Here's another thing to think about. The Rams, even though they beat the Seahawks in League One, they gave up a lot of points. The Rams gave up points to Washington. How, I mean, why do we have to respect the Rams' defense? That's true. Well, we respect them because we saw them do last year, and they only got better in, in the offseason. So, sure. Um, you know, I, I believe in the Rams' defense. I believe in Antonio I'm, Brown. It's a team I'm excited about, too, and I hope that they could really do something special on defense this year. But, yeah, Antonio Brown, I love Julio Jones. Dallas's defense is better than people give them credit for. I expect Dallas to turn the ball over, and Atlanta to get a couple of cheap touchdowns that way. Uh, Demarius Thomas, we're going to see his best game of the season this week against Detroit. And Odell Beckham Jr., I mean, he's just going to get the bulk load of the carry, uh, or excuse me, of the uh, the, catch, the catches out in uh, Washington. Uh, what's going to happen here is, I mean, Ruben Randall, a guy you were really high on, he's, he's gone. He's basically worthless at this point. Talk to me about your expectations for Randall in this offense. He's my he's my dud so far, my dud pick. Uh, and I, uh, you know, looking at the beginning of the season, I thought he was going to be the stud. And uh, I think that that he's, I think that some of your concerns with him early on, his work ethic is is, is pretty spot on. He just doesn't want to be the guy. He has every opportunity to be the guy. However, Eli Manning has said he's going to try and get him more involved in the offense. We'll see if that's true or not. I like uh, Odell Beckham a lot. So obviously Odell will get a lot of targets this week, but... You know, who's the number two in New York? I mean, is, do we have to dig deep, find like a sleeper? Who, who's the guy that you liked in the Ruben Randall's 
Kind of not doing what we hope he would do. I mean, are you going to go for a little bit of that Spider-Man, a little that Mr. Parker? Yeah, I like Parker, but for me, kind of a sleeper play at tight end if you're desperate. I like Larry D. That's right, Larry Donnell. Larry Donnell, the thing about him is he's been playing in only 20% of their offense, uh, offensive plays, but he does, get the, he does get the goal line work. He does get the red zone work, and Eli likes, likes him to score touchdowns. Last year against Washington on a primetime game, three touchdowns, Larry Donnell. Yeah, and we've got Calvin Johnson probably a lot higher than a lot of the other analysts out there. Reason being, uh, he's just I, I see Detroit being really behind in this game and Matt Stafford just having to air the ball out again. Uh, he's going to get 10-plus targets, and if you just throw the ball up to him, he's going to make something out of those targets. Megatron is Megatron. But that is a tough matchup for him, but he'll go for over 100 and a hushdown. It'll Absolutely. Happen. A tight end, Rob Gronkowski against the Jags. Absolutely love it. And Seth and I actually had a little argument off the air when we were doing these rankings because I said, I want to put Jimmy Graham as the number one tight end this week, who we've got at number two. Yeah, I think Jimmy Graham, uh, obviously, very disappointing week last week. A dud, a total zero, a dud. He's playing against Chicago this week. You know what? Seattle's going to try and get him involved. They're going to make a point of it. I love Jimmy Graham this week, but Rob Gronkowski is just a proven guy this season, and the way the Patriots use him is proven. Either way, whether you go with uh, Robbie G or Jimmy G, you're a G this week. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you can't miss with either of these. The safer play, obviously, Gronk and DFS. He's going to be widely owned. You're going to want to start Gronk if you can. Um, Travis Kelsey on Monday night against Green Bay. I actually like the matchup, especially in a PPR format. I think Travis Kelsey will put up Put up his numbers. Yeah, number four, we've got Kyle Rudolph. San Diego has allowed a touchdown to the tight end in every single game this season. So look for Kyle Rudolph to score and probably catch somewhere between five and seven balls for a little bit over 70 yards. And then at number five, a little bit of a, of a sneaky play, but he's actually been playing really well, and, he's, and he seems to be healthy. Is Jordan Reed against the Giants tonight for Washington. Love Jordan Reed all day long. We'll quickly go over the defenses. Number one, Seahawks. I mean, Chicago's just going to be a turnover machine. Number two, Arizona Cardinals. Number three, uh, the Carolina Panthers. Number four, Denver Broncos. And number five is the Cincinnati Bengals. All right, Cincinnati Bengals against Baltimore. What's your thought real fast as we wrap this up on Justin Forsett moving forward? Ooh, uh, that's a good question. Yeah, Justin Forsett, uh, owners sit tight. Obviously, you can't sell them for what you drafted him for. But I think that he's going to turn this season around. I think they need to air it up to him a little bit more. I'm disappointed in the receptions that he's had. I thought you know, he would get upwards close to 80 on the season, and he's far from on pace to do that. Um, we could just be seeing an old man on the field. And, and But you got to sit tight. you got to keep playing him every week. Absolutely. If you have him, you got to believe in him. Well, uh, something we haven't done in a long time, a little MFK. A little bit of that Mary flock and kill. Whoop, whoop. There we are. All right, Steve. Mary Flock, kill. Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, Russell Wilson. Wow. So I'm going to take this approach for the rest of the season. And the guy that I'm going to kill immediately is Drew Brees. Someone who the I, man who I told you was not going to be number three, and you had him at number three. Someone that I did have at number three at the beginning of the season. Uh, someone who was coming in off of an injury, and someone I thought could step it up this season. I was wrong. I'm killing him. He's, he's on my... I don't want a playlist. I'm proud of you. To hear you say that you were wrong, that's my first time, guys, on the air. And a guy that I absolutely love and I'm going to marry is, is Peyton Manning. I know that you know him throwing the ball, it's been looking 
not so pretty, but let's not worry about that. Let's not panic. It's still Peyton Manning. I like how you're going with Peyton Manning and giving up on any chances at having cute kids. Sure. And the guy that I'm going to flock is definitely, definitely, definitely Russell Wilson. And the reason being is he's going to have his ups and downs. The one thing that really concerns me about him is the division that he's in. Some really tough matchups. And they have a really, really tough schedule this this year. This um, week is where you play him. But yeah, this week he could be the number one quarterback for sure. <clears throat> let me uh, switch gears on you, Seth. And let me, let me give you a little MFK. And, and let's uh, go to the running back position. MFK to Marco Murray. Matt Jones, and Jeremy Hill. I still believe in Jeremy Hill full-fledgedly. I say Jeremy Hill, I'm marrying. Um, For those of you that are panicking, don't get it twisted. He had a horrible game. He fumbled the ball twice. Jeremy Hill will get it back on track. And that's not to say that Gio can't be effective too. They have a two-headed monster. Gio's great for PPR. Jeremy Hill's going to be the touchdown guy. Stick with Jeremy Hill. Jeremy Hill will not let you down again like that. I believe in Jeremy Hill. I'm going to marry him. Um... Right now, I'm going to I'm gonna flock Matt Jones because of, of, of where he is on your team. Like, who would have thought this? I think Alfred Morris is slowly losing his job. I expect, you know, the carries were about 50-50 last week exactly. Moving forward, look for it to be 60-40. Look for it to be 70-30 as we move forward. Matt Jones is a very sneaky play. He actually looks like a very talented running back. And, I'm reg- you know, with, with regret, I'm going to kill DeMarco Murray just because, listen, he's an injury-prone guy. Here he is injured again. It's not the same offensive line. The guards are not blocking. This isn't Dallas. Philly looks horrible. Right now, I think you have to kill him. Yeah, he's looked really bad. And I'm actually going to throw another one at you at the wide receiver position. Uh, Allen Robinson, Amari Cooper, or T.Y. Hilton? Breaking where do, news. T.Y. Hilton just died. All right, so I'm going to go with right here. I think I am going to marry Allen Robinson. Love Allen Robinson and PPR. Moving forward, he is totally Blake Bortles' guy. Looked like a stud in week two. This guy is talented. People forget, when he was at Penn State in college, he was great. They were talking about this guy being the best receiver in the league, and then he went to Jacksonville. But guess what? Bortles isn't that bad. Go UCF, 0-3. All right, Allen Robinson, I'm going to marry him. Amari Cooper, I'm going to flock him till he dies. Right now, Michael Crabtree is a touchdown guy. Michael Crabtree is a guy that Derek Carr likes. But guess what, guys? He's Michael Crabtree. Believe in Amari Cooper. Flock him till it hurts. I really like that assessment. I'd probably flop my Amari Cooper and Allen Robinson. Um, I think that Amari Cooper is going to be the garbage man. He's going to get you all this garbage time production. Garbage man! And I'm really excited with the routes that he's running. The most clean routes of a rookie wide receiver that I've ever seen. Maybe since... Uh, I don't know. Uh, I can't even think of his name. <laughs> That's a pretty good comparison. I know, I know, I know. Um, I was going to say Randy Johnson, but I, I'm in the wrong sport here. <laughs> Randy Moss. Uh, Randy Moss, yes. Uh, That's a good one. All right, I have, a, I have a better one for you, though. Tight end, Jimmy Graham, Jordan Reed, Greg Olson. This is tough. Uh, these are all really talented guys, and... Uh, all right, so I'm going to marry Greg Olson just because I think the production has to be there. There's no other wide receiver in town outside of, uh, I don't know who, and I don't think you do either. I mean, it's just it's just bad there. So he'll get a lot of targets and he'll get the production. So By the way, him. right now, sneaky pickup, Ted Ginn Jr., number one wide receiver in Carolina. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. If you're I, in a deep league, if you're in a deep league, at least 12-team league, Ted Ginn Jr., you're struggling at receiver. They're playing against the Saints this week. Sneaky pick. I've actually picked him up in a couple of leagues myself. Yeah, he's uh, definitely a lower-end lower, lower end play in, in deeper leagues. He's not a guy that I'm excited about. 
Uh, don't forget about Funches. He's a rookie. I mean, maybe he develops into something. But he's not playing this week. Maybe he develops something long-term. I, I think it could happen. Uh, so Greg Olson, who I marry. I've got a flock, Jimmy Jimmy G. Uh, gotta love Jimmy Graham. Uh, he's just, he'll do it. He'll turn. He'll turn it around. Yeah, he absolutely will. Russell Jordan Wilson will find a way to get in the ball. And yeah, I gotta kill Jordan Reed. Only reason is, I just don't think he'll play 16 games this season. He's off to a fantastic start, but this guy is just waiting to get concussed again. He's waiting to get injured. Uh, he's one concussion away from being fantasy irrelevant. So I've got to kill him for that reason. I want you to give me right now, I want to give me your two deep sleepers of the week, and I'll give you my two deep sleepers of the week. Uh, all right. So for DFS, I'll give you my DFS sleepers. Okay. And you know, you said that Tavon Austin's the number one receiver in St. Louis. So I got to look for who's the most talented guy that's active. And we know that Brian Quick's not active, and that's Kenny Britt. So I'm going to go with Kenny Britt. And I love Nelson Aguilar as my number two. And he's, he's a really deep sleeper in DFS. You know, you can get him on the cheap. And the reason I love him is that I think that Jordan Matthews is going to see Revis Island. And that's going to create more opportunities for Nelson Aguilar to get involved in the game. This is an electric receiver. You can get him on the cheap in DFS. I'm calling it right here. How about yourself? Um, right now, I have a couple deep sleepers. Uh, watch out for that DeAndre Hopkins situation. He's very questionable to play, and if he doesn't play, Nate Washington against Tampa Bay this week would be one of my deep sleepers that you could get on the cheap. Nasty Nate! Nate Washington. Haven't heard that name in a couple years, but Nate Washington is my sneaky play this week. Also, Dexter McCluster against an unproven Indianapolis defense would be another very deep sleeper. I like it. I like it. And just wanted to throw one last name out there, Mike Floyd. Uh, he's finally recovered from the, the finger injury. We might see some Maybe. production out of him. And I want you to just look up his historical stats against San Francisco. He's absolutely shredded them. Look for him to go absolutely nuts this week. Absolutely. Mike Floyd. Mike Floyd is the man. All right. So uh, we do have a question from Joe in Orlando who asks, should I start Matt Jones or Eddie Lacy? Yeah, we kind of already addressed we this question that. a little bit, Joe. It's Matt Jones. Reason being... Uh, there's just giant question marks all around Lacey. It's a Monday night game. So real fast, Ryan from Orlando asks, should I start Matt Jones or Alfred Morris? Yeah, we got to get this question on air quickly for him so he gets the information. Uh, Ryan, it's definitely Matt Jones. It's not close. Matt Jones, I agree. Uh, Reed from Orlando asks, should I start Lamar Miller or Bishop Sankey? Um, Damian yeah. Williams. Uh, so you're saying Damian Williams over both these guys. No, so... So yeah, uh, well, he, 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 he didn't really ask the question the right way, so I'm not exactly sure what he's asking here. Yeah, so I think what he's asking, who do I start, Lamar Miller or Bishop Sankey? Well, I'm definitely leaning Lamar Miller. I'm going for the talent here. Didn't like the uh, amount of attempts that Bishop Sankey got last week. And uh, Damian Williams is a guy that you're going to want to start if Lamar Miller does not start. But pay attention to see who's starting that game because if Lamar Miller does start, start him. Yeah, you gotta go Lamar Miller, but just in case, Damian Williams, he's only 1% owned. He's on your waiver wire. And Eduardo from Buffalo asks, is this a fair trade? Andrew Luck for Bradford and Amari Cooper? Uh, is it a fair trade? Yeah, yeah, we would definitely allow this trade to go through. Uh, I think I'd rather be on the Andrew Luck side of things. Yeah, uh, he's, he's going to turn it around. Sam Bradford could, but I think Andrew Luck will. 
Yeah, Amari Cooper, great receiver. Depends on your wide receiver depth if you, you're going to unload him for a guy like We still don't know if he can score touchdowns yeah, this season. And, and we have that too. So, um, yeah, that, that's absolutely a fair trade. Fantasy Flock approves it. Happy football. Enjoy your Thursday night game. Enjoy your Sunday night games. Don't forget, fantasyflock.com. Go ahead and check out our Vegas winners, all your Survivor last man standing info. And if you have any trade disputes, we're going to answer them within 24 hours. There he is. And there they are.